This is the Qatar's podcast, Food for the Journey. Season 4, Episode 10. How to expand and contract your life. Hi, I'm Michael. Welcome back to the Catalyst podcast. So I hope things are going well for you. I've actually had a week off. The first time in a long time, I spent a week just at home with my family, cooking, walking. So I'm feeling good. So hopefully I've got some material today that's going to really help you. Before we start today's episode, I'd like to say a massive thank you to our sponsor, the Masterclass Sessions. If you click on the link in the show notes, you can book yourself on the next Masterclass Session. I'll hopefully be there. The Masterclass Sessions, they're brilliant. They bring the world's best people who know what they do. And they have monthly sessions where they give you masterclasses and all sorts of things about business and life. It's really worth checking out. Um, I love them every single month. I think they're fantastic. And if you just send me a quick email uh, or comment on social media about this podcast, um, something that you enjoyed from the episode, you could be in with a chance of winning a whole year's free uh, subscription to the masterclass session. So give it a try. So this is a concept which I was very fortunate to learn about four years ago. So when I was just starting out in business. And it was really helpful for me. I wanted to share it with you today because I think it could hopefully help you in expanding, <laughs> get to see what I did there, expanding your thinking in a way that's really helpful. And I'm going to give you a framework of five different ways that if you like the concept, you can apply the concept and use that frame every time you want to use it. So the concept, and then if you want to apply the concept, a framework. So I was very fortunate when I started out in business, I used to go to a lot of networking events and a lot of, what would you call them, just events to learn. And I was very fortunate to go to one and there was a business coach and he was a a lovely guy and he gave away an hour and a half, an hour and a half session, how to build your business, how to have processes, how to create the life you want for free. Because he's smart, right? He knows that if people enjoyed that, they're going to reach out to him and want to work with him. But he did it with a really kind spirit and with a very noble attitude. And I really liked his style. One of the main things he talked about was this concept of expansion and contraction and how you apply that to your business. So I wanted to tell you what I learned from him and then we'll go into it. So unfortunately, I can't remember the name of, you know, those connects things. They make, they like when you're a child, you play with them and you make these like, I don't know what they are, hexagon-shaped things, but they're 3D, and you can, if you pull on them, you can expand them, and they're the same shape, but they're really, really big. They're maybe the size of your torso, and then if you squeeze them, they contract right down into this like little kind of folded net. You know what I mean by that? If you can tell me what they are, please let me know, because it's been bugging me that, the name of these things. And that's what he said about your business. I thought it was an excellent way of thinking about it. So he said, what you need to be able to do with your business is take it and blow it up and expand it to a much bigger size, but it's still the same shape, meaning it still has the same values. You're still about the same stuff. You've not changed your shape and become this monstrous thing. You're still you, but you've expanded it to a much higher scale, right? And the opposite of that is you shrink it right down to the smallest composite parts and version of it but again it's still the same shape and he had one with him and it was so powerful that because in my early days in business the metaphors and the way you think about business are very important and at that early kind of raw stage you know if people are telling you things and they know what they're doing and they've made a load of money or they're good people you listen to them won't you and a lot of people are very well meaning but it doesn't mean they're good at helping you to have your own business in your own way so I was I, I learned from loads of people but I was very selective 
about whose ideas I listen to, especially ones that are going to influence not just your business, but your life going forward. But this one, I just thought, it's really clever that, because we often talk about, you know, quarters and, and we almost think of a business going on like a graph you know you see graphs don't you projection charts and profit and loss and up down and across the ecg of life but this was very different this was saying you can have a way about you and your business and it stays sincere no matter how big or how small it was now at that early stage i'd not been in through any massive changes or any massive adaptions in my business i just thought that's a really cool idea but it's when I actually used it that I saw the value of it. And that's why I'm sharing it with you today. Because afterwards, I thought, that's really cool, that I like that. But I didn't know how I was going to expand my business or contract it because I had no need to. Because there wasn't, you know, nothing had been external forces acting upon it. It was still very new, like a baby. But when I actually used it in my business and when I've used it in my life, it's been one of the most useful things to help me to get through tough times, which is the theme of this season, right? To help me to get through things. So I wanted to give you an example of how I applied it in my business. And then I also have just very recently applied it in my life. So how did I apply it in my business? Well, before COVID, believe it or not, everything I did apart from my, my content like videos and blogs was face-to-face. Clients were face-to-face. Training was face-to-face. The phrase face-to-face wasn't even a thing. You know, I'd done occasional works online and things like that, but nothing like I, I do now. I remember it was early March before the first lockdown, if you remember that, let's go back there very briefly. And I sat down with my directress of operations, Kathleen, and I said, I'm really scared about what's going on. What are we going to do? I'll never forget this. I went, we're not giving up, are we? And she looked me dead in the eye and went, no, no, we're not. And I was like, cool, just checking. And once we'd established that, we use this concept, we went, right, let's contract it right down. We know our values, we know what we're all about, we know what our mission is, we're not stopping that, but we're gonna bring it right down into the smallest version. So we're gonna stop spending money on this, we're gonna pull that back. And that's what a lot of people did, didn't they? A lot of people globally in business, um, they cut back on things like marketing, which in my opinion is a stupid idea, but you do what you gotta do. And then they expanded it back up later. But contracting it right down really helped because we said, right, we need to stop spending money on this. But equally, we looked at where we're spending our time and we shrank it right down and said, right, what is the smallest version of what we can do? And that was brilliant because suddenly the money we were spending, had like, I don't know, we'd ha- not even halved it. We started to like a quarter if a fifth. And we we're like, wow, because we knew what we want- wanted to do. We knew we weren't going to give up. And we had this concept, which I talked about many times, and we used it. And we said, all right, for now, we're going to contract it right down, almost like a bear (laughs) hibernating through the winter. I said, we're going to get through this. Now, the interesting thing about this, and this is really important, is that you don't have to do one or the other. I mean, you don't have to contract your life down or expand it. You can do the two at once. So what we did was we went, right, well, I've been asked to do this online webinar and Maybe we could do that with clients. And we expanded our thinking at the same time as contracting down what we're actually doing in our daily operations. So we're spending less money, we're doing less physical things, but we were thinking globally, which is the values of the business. For Katos, it's a global family. And we joined the global chamber. And from there, I I was so fortunate, I got to expand so quickly and the business ended up growing, I think it was 500% in those two years, it's incredible. But we expanded our thinking, but we contracted down what we're doing. So it's like, think big, act small. 
you know? So that's how I used it in my business. And the great thing about it is the expansion mentally and globally, when COVID had receded in some ways and things started up again and face-to-face, that growth wasn't gone. It continued and it was amazing and we, we still got it. And when we wanted to build back up and build a bit bigger, we ended up with a bigger, more expansive, brilliant business. But we know now how to shrink it down, blow it up, shrink it down, blow it up when we need to. And that flexibility and that agility from a business point of view is incredible. It's so cool. It's so cool because it's just like, all right, shrink it right down. Oh, great. Now there is opportunity to blow it up as well. And I just love it as a concept. It's good, isn't it? Because you can go, right, well, yeah, I can, I can, I can use that. That's kind of helpful, that. So think about your own business. Think about are you being asked at the moment to contract it down? That's okay. Weather the storm, blow it back up. Or are you in a position where you could expand at the moment? Or is it a bit of both, where you can expand mentally, keep thinking big, but maybe have to act small? So there's a concept. But where it gets really helpful as well is you might think, okay, that's good, Mike, but I don't run a business, or I'm not really bothered about that, or I have different metaphors. It's helped me in my life. And one of the most important things in my life is my health, my physical, mental health, spiritual, emotional, digital health, my vitality. Because I figured out, right, if I'm good, I'm good to help people. <laughs> so I've got to look after myself. And one of the most important ways that I do that is I do a workout. I do running and weights, CrossFit, yoga, bodybuilding, variety of things. But I try and keep fit and well. Again, why? So I can be well for myself and to help other people. And I've got a muscle injury at the moment. I've got um, a strain. And I figured this out last week. Check this. I haven't done a workout. One of the things that I do to look after myself um, in two months, which is the longest period of time I've ever gone without working out in 18 years, which is half my life. I'll get your head around that. So I've had to be so, not patient, but just hang on in there over these last two months. It's ridiculous. Now you might think that's not a big deal. Well, if you have something that affects your energy positively and it's suddenly taken away, so say you you have a breakup in a relationship or you lose a leg or something like that, you think, this stuff that I used to do or this person used to be with isn't there anymore. What am I going to do? So again, I use this. And I contracted it right now and I thought, all right, I can't work out right now, but what can I do? What is the smallest version that I can still do that is going to keep me going forward rather than just, you know, feeling sorry for myself. And if you remember on previous episodes, I've talked about a brilliant thing from Greg Plitt talks about the four aspects of looking after your health and there's rest and recovery, there's your cardio or your movement, your nutrition, and if you're lifting weights. So they're all like 25% of the pie, right? Your physical health. Well, I can still rest. So there's 25%. I can still move and I actually have been walking a lot more. So there's another 25%. And I can still eat well. Well, there's 75% that I can do. And that other 25% is just a bonus. So even though I've not been able to do all of what I wanted by shrinking it down, I've still been able to do three quarters. So you see how that works. And to me, that's been really, really helpful because if, if you're listening to this and you've got injuries or you've got illnesses, it wears you down, doesn't it? It wears you down. When you're in pain that doesn't go away and it's there every single day for months on end, like I used to have a bad back, oh man, it's bad, it's bad. And so having a way forward rather than waiting till it's over, because it might not be over, you know, it might be something you have to live with forever. Like I wear contact lenses and glasses, they ain't going anytime soon, you know, I gotta live with that forever. So that's how I've applied it in my life. It's been really helpful for me having this injury right now, going, all right, contract it down. You can't do what you normally do. 
And guess what? When, I, when I'm well, I'm going to expand it back up and I'll be working out again. So it's given me a way to feel like I'm going forward, even if it's a crawl rather than a run. <laughs> so that's how I've used it in my business. It's been brilliant. But also that's how I used it in my life and continue to use it. You know, I don't give you concepts and things that don't work or that I haven't used myself or with clients. So hopefully it is actually helpful for you. So hopefully I've sold you the concept. You think, I like that. It's good that. It's helpful. So how can you actually apply this? So if you like the concept, you think, okay, that sounds good. But what do I actually do to apply this thing regularly? I got you. I'm going to give you five ways that you can do it. You could use one. You could use all five. You could create your own little process. But I think it's very important to have application strategies because if I said to you, off you go, go expand your business. <laughs> it's not very helpful, is it? Or go constrict your life. It's a stupid thing to say. So the first thing, expand your thinking. Oh, definitely. In my experience of teaching people now for, wow, uh, a long time, nothing comes from small thinking. I don't know anybody who has not benefited, benefited from expanding their thinking. So how do you expand your thinking? Really simple. You learn from the best people and you tackle their concepts. So I've got some recommendations for you. Google them and just have your mind blown. So to expand your thinking, you've got to think big or you've got to think deep or you've got to think in a different way. You've got to get out of the habit of you know, thinking like you normally do. So I recommend Jean-Paul Sartre. Jean-Paul Sartre was a French philosopher and existentialist. Just go check out existentialism <laughs> and see if that doesn't mess with your mind. Or take it to a way where you go, oh, I never thought about it like that. Once your mind has expanded into this bigger way of thinking, it doesn't go back, which is really cool. And that's something maybe I'd add as my own take on this thing. Once you've expanded something, you, you don't have to go back. You never will. It's, it's really cool. So check him out. Maya Angelou. That woman was incredible. She was a writer. She's an activist. Just Google her quotes. She's just incredible. Her life story is incredible. And if you look at if you're looking for somebody who's one of the most incredible, most recent thinkers of our time, and what she thought was important and how she acted, did she live through tough times? She certainly did. So have a look at her. Stephen Covey, I'm a massive fan of. Stephen Covey's brilliant because his concepts and his ideas and his frameworks and everything he created, they are completely applicable in both life or business. They're interchangeable. Some of the things he said, things like start with the end in mind and work backwards. It's brilliant. For expanding your thinking, it's brilliant. Two more. Uh, Louise Hay. You'll know I'm a massive fan of Louise Hay. She's an incredible woman, all about helping people to think and act in ways that are loving and kind towards themselves and others before self-help and self-positivity was even a thing. 40, 50 years ago, she was doing it. She's amazing. And Dr. Carol Dweck. Dr. Carol Dweck is a psychology professor. I think she's still based at Harvard. And she's pretty much uh, responsible for popularizing the concept and term growth mindset. Incredible woman, done lots of empirical research for over 20 years on how having a growth mindset helps you just grow your abilities. So they're just some examples of, that I personally think are incredible. If you want any more, just, just ask. Let me know. I've got so many for you. So expand your thinking. You don't just sit there and go... Uh, just engage in the material for 10 minutes of any one of those people and I guarantee your brain will start to go, oh, wow. Um, hmm. <laughs> Second thing is to ask yourself this question. If you have a new idea or a product or a service or something comes up in a relationship and you think, oh, I want to do this, I want to take action on this. Okay, easy. Think about this. What is the smallest and best version of it? So think back to the expansion contraction. You've got the little, you know, 
tool in front of you, shrink it right down. What is the smallest and best version of this? So I've, I've asked that with people and they say, what do you think about this, Michael? Should we do this? I go, okay, what's the smallest, easiest, quickest, freest, best version you can do of that? Not the full thing. So for example, people say to me, I want to write a book. Great. What's the smallest version? Write a blog or start writing every day on your phone for 10 minutes, yeah? So when you're trying to think about this, think what's the smallest and best version? Because if you can do a small and brilliant thing, guess what? You can then expand it. Then the third one is, is the opposite. Grant Cardone, now Grant Cardone is a big character. He's an American guy. He's a multimillionaire. And some people like his stuff, some people don't. Again, I like some of his material. I think his attitude is infectious. And he says, well, how can you 10 times it? Meaning, how can you take what you do and make it 10 times bigger? Ten, earn 10 times more money, have 10 times more clients, 10 times more impact. But what are we doing here? We're expanding our thinking, aren't we? So take anything you do and go, right, how could we do it 10 times bigger? Meaning, could you be in global rather than local? Could you be in 10 different countries? Could you be in 10 languages? Could you have one product instead of 10? It's a really good thought exercise because even if you go, I don't want to do that and don't want to take action on it, even just thinking about it almost forces your ability to grow. So for example, when I was contracting the business down Cataholos, right, I was expanding it globally, mentally thinking 10 times bigger and I continue to do so. Even last night, I was just looking up at the moon going, hmm, I wonder if I'll ever get up there. Yeah, it's useful as an exercise. Fourth thing you could write it down as a plan for your business and your life or both. Just think, how can I contract and expand my life at the moment? Am I being asked to contract through tough times, expand, a bit of both? Just write some ideas, get a bit of a plan for how you might actually want to use this. Writing stuff down is the best thing ever. Once it's out of the head, onto the page or the screen, it's brilliant. And the final thing is a brilliant quote from my favourite motivational speaker, you'll know Les Brown. And he says, in times of adversity, expand. In times of adversity, expand. And again, like the best quotes, they stick in your teeth and you think, what does that mean? Well, for me, what it means is, like I've been saying, when you're being asked to deal with tough times, you expand. And the best way to expand is mentally. You might think, well, at the moment, we just can't do these things. No, you can't, but you can plan for the future or you can do the mental expansion. I'm always focusing on expanding. And it might not be through having new products or making more money. The mental expansion in times of adversity, we're being asked to grow. You might think, no, I've been asked to shrink down. Yeah, you might have to shrink down certain things and con contract temporarily, but the expansion, the growth we talked about, and I've mentioned you know, companies like Walt Disney and Ford and IBM, they were created 100 years ago during the Great Depression era. It's the same thing. These adverse times are asking us to expand our thinking and grow bigger. So that question, just think, in times of adversity, expand. So how can I do this? And just see what your brain comes up with. So I hope this has been helpful for you in giving you the concept which had a massive impact on my life and then giving you five ways you can apply that as a framework. And if it works for you, great. If it doesn't, well, at least you've tried it. You know. So until we talk again, just remember two things. Just pick one thing from today. Just go, yeah, I'm going to go check out John Paul Sartre or Louise Hay or I'm going yeah, I'm I'm to ask my team about that and apply it and hopefully you get some benefit from it. But even if you don't, just know that right now, just as you are, somebody loves you very, very much. Okay, take care and speak soon. So today's random positive fact, I love this. Global life expectancy has gone up a lot recently. So if you were living in 1960, you'd be expected on average to live to 53 years old. 
in 2017, so it's probably still grown since 2017, it's now up to 72. That's not bad, is it? <laughs>